Hey, hey, Sali, da ist der Pipi Plausch, a.k.a. Lockdown Pleasure. Aus dem Pleasure Cave, 24 Stunden am Tag, 7 Tage in der Woche, nur im Pleasure Cave, Baby. So, wie geht's euch? Ihr habt das Rechte. Ich habe da wieder mal, äh, wieder mal eine Episode. Herzlich willkommen, gell? Zur Episode 64 von der Music Time Machine Podcast. Du, eben, wie gesagt, ich bin nicht ein grosser Fan von zoom Interviews und so weiter. Und darum äh, bin ich jetzt ein bisschen langsam mit, äh, mit dem Liefern von der Folge, aber sobald es wieder mal ein bisschen mehr aufgeht, alles, wie eigentlich jetzt äh, ist, werde ich in nächster Zeit wieder mal ein paar Leute einladen. Und wer zu mir nach Hause, äh, wird kommen und keine Angst hat äh, vor dem äh, vom, vom, vom Rona, der ist äh, natürlich gerne eingeladen. Auf jeden Fall heute eine äh, spezielle Folge. Und zwar habe ich ganz kurz mit dem Andrew Morris gezoomt. Er ist ein Musiker aus Kansas City. Ich habe ihn und seine Freundin Julie. Sie beide sind The Match Sellers. Und ich habe sie 2014 kennengelernt, als ich mit dem Bob Spring auf USA Tour war. Und zwar haben wir die zwei in Johnson City in Tennessee kennengelernt. Und die zwei sind das Bluegrass-Duo. Er spielt Gitarre, Banjo, Mandoline und sie ist mit der Fiddle. Und es sind zwei, zwei wirklich coole Menschen. Oh, sehr kreativ und sau talentiert. Und dann haben wir die kennengelernt, haben es lustig mit denen. Und dann zwei Jahre später hat er mir geschrieben, dass sie da in der Schweiz sind für eine ein, zwei Wochen und ob ich ihnen können, noch ein paar Konzerte organisieren Und das habe ich dann auch gerne gemacht. Sie haben bei mir gewohnt. Und ja, so ist das weitergegangen. Und dann habe ich ähm, für mein Album, wo ich dran bin, ist ein Track aufgekommen, wo ich gedacht habe, oh, da könnte er super passen. Und es hat sich herausgestellt, er hat auch super passt. Das ist alles schon aufgenommen und gemacht. Und ich bin dort natürlich immer noch dran mit dem ganzen Album. Jetzt umso mehr als vorher. Und jetzt hat der Andrew ein neues Album rausgegeben. Und das Album hat er heute released auf Bandcamp. Nächste Woche kommt es auf Spotify, das wird er auch noch sagen. Das heißt One Fine, Sweet and Sunny Day. Und dort äh, verbindet er die ganze Bluegrass-Musik, die akustisch mit Banjo, eben Mandolinen, Gitarre, mit elektronischen Beats. Und zu diesem Album hat er ein Radiodrama geschrieben und aufgenommen, was er mir dann äh, geschickt hat. Ich habe es gelesen und ich finde es wirklich sehr, sehr cool, das Ding zum Lesen. Ich habe gerade äh, eine Grafiksache geschaffen und das die, die ganzen 50 Minuten gelesen. Sehr unterhaltsam und ich finde es eine geile Idee, dass er sein ganze Album in so einem Hörspiel verpackt hat. Und das kommt dann gerade nach dem Gespräch, das ich dann mit ihm gerade habe, per Zoom, wo wir jetzt gerade gemacht haben. Und ja, also hey, bleibt gesund und so weiter, gell? Ich hoffe, man sieht sich bald wieder unterwegs, auf der Gas, gell? Und bis dann, äh, danke fürs Hören natürlich, schön sind ja immer noch dabei. Und eben, liebe gesund 
und bis ein anderes Mal. Gell? Da ist der Andrew Morris von The Match Sellers. Bye bye. So then, let's do another clap here, okay? Okay. Okay, on three. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah. I don't know uh, if that's gonna work after, but um, I try. Okay, good. So, nice to talk to you again, hey. my friend. <laughs> good to see you again, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. How is it going in Kansas? All well, good? Well, it's going good, but I got to tell you, Patrick, I'm actually not in Kansas. I'm in Uh-oh. I'm in the state of Missouri, Kansas City. There's a Kansas City in Kansas, ah, Kansas City stimmt. in Missouri. So Your Kansas City, Missouri, huh? Yeah, yeah. And and what's the, what's the under one? The under one is just Kansas. It's Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas state. Yeah. Kansas is oh, a state. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very confusing, yes. Yeah. But it's all good. But so is the so, world. The world is a very yep. confusing place, you know. So. Das stimmt. It's very confusing if you think you press record, but you didn't. Right. That's, yeah, very confusing. Yep. Yeah. I was very confused too when I opened your file and uh, heard you singing on the mandolin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that... Uh, That didn't, I don't know what that was. I don't know what file that was. Yeah, I just I, I thought first you you did a you did a check on the microphone with the with the singing, and I skipped forward and it was just like two or three minutes the file, and I was surprised. I was surprised how quick it downloaded uh. because I'm only I'm only on 4G now, because we uh, today we we switched our internet provider ah. so actually it was scheduled that the internet provider shuts down the internet at 6 p.m but those motherfuckers shut the internet down at 10 a.m oh so my uh, my girlfriend was working all day with uh, in the home office with 4g but yeah. um yeah it's all good yeah that's a uh, That's a tough life there. That's tough. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I don't know um, when we get the new internet. I hope tomorrow. But uh, for tonight, we have to 4G our Netflix and stuff. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's hard, a struggle. Hard that's life. Hard. Yes, I know. I know it's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your new album. Happy release day, Andrew. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so the album, uh, basically I'd been playing with um, Julie and the Match Sellers for years and years, and I had written a batch of tunes uh, that weren't really in the bluegrass kind of, um, you know, theme. They didn't really sound very bluegrass, and so I wanted to, yeah, put them to kind of electronic beats. So... 
I listened to a whole lot of 80s music, listened to a lot of Blondie, a lot of the Cars, um, you know, the Modern Lovers and some of the retro 80s bands like The Strokes and stuff. One thing I noticed, I don't know if you know this, Patrick, but if you listen to a lot of 80s music, there, there always is this like really strong snare drum that's like, mm-hmm. it's like, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. in like, you listen to every Bruce Springsteen song. It's in like every Bruce Springsteen song. Like, um, even if we're just dancing in the dark. So, so I like, I, I love that. And I, I tried to get on the computer and kind of replicate that sort of beat. And I kind of was playing around with making some beats. I'd never really done it before. Um, and so I got them to where I thought they were sounding okay, but I didn't think they sounded really that good. So I sent them to my friend, Burke Sullivan, who's an electronic artist out of uh, Indiana. And uh, yeah, he kind of took those little tracks that I had done and kind of really transformed them and made them sound a lot better. And then I went over and recorded with him. And so it was actually a pretty big collaboration between him and I. Um, I kind of started with the main uh, beats and then he helped flush it out. Yeah. You just started with the just with the beats, but with the with the whole song in mind. Yeah, so I had I had written the songs first, and then wanted to mm-hmm. come up with a way to how to present them, you know. And okay. we'd just been doing a lot of bluegrass, and I just wanted to do something different. And so I sat down and started making the beats, and see if to see if those songs would work with beats. And I found out that they worked really pretty well so yeah yeah sure everything um i think i i i work a lot like this because i work together with bob spring who who writes my songs and after we we take the songs that bob has written and totally transform them in a in a remix so i think in every kind of music you can do something totally different yeah. and i think in your case that the bluegrass with the electronic music works really well so it's um it's nice it's it's nice to listen to yeah thanks yeah i think some of the things work really well especially like i think the sound of the banjo in particular has a very kind of metallic sound and so when you mm-hmm. kind of put it in with these like electronic sounds that somehow feels like it belongs. I think the banjo in particular is a great sort of bridge sonically between acoustic music and um, electronic stuff. There's a great banjo player named Danny Barnes who kind of experimented a lot with that. He did a thing called Barnyard Electronics. Uh, I saw him play several years ago and I just thought it was really cool. He had this banjo and was going in through this whole rig with all these kind of beats and loops and, um, uh, but yeah, but, but the other thing too is I, I didn't really want the songs to get lost in that. I, I kind of actually want the focus to be on the songs really. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think this mixing of the electronic and acoustic instruments, I at least hope, helps the songs to be as good as they can be. Yeah, yeah, I think so because I I listen more to the lyrics than in other cases. Mm. In this case, with the electronic beats, I listen more to the lyrics, mm. and I think in. Um, you write such funny, funny, funny lyrics, and is is that? I think when you are in this um, in this realm of bluegrass and folk music, you can allow yourself to write funny lyrics. Is 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 that true? Because in not not none other other genre like. It's it's very rare to hear funny lyrics in yeah. other genres. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. Um, I think there is definitely something in the bluegrass world that is kind of funny. You know, there's a great Jimmy Martin song called "Guitar Pickin' President." Uh, that's just <laughs> it's just a really funny song, and there's a lot of that kind of funny hokiness in some bluegrass. Um, and every once in a while in kind of more mainstream music you can get glimpses of that sort of humor that come out um, with I don't know bands like Weezer or um, uh, John Prine or somebody like that but actually even in the German speaking realm there's a great band uh, that I think is really funny especially their early music would be Tokotonic um, Tokotonic I don't, I don't know them yeah they're kind of early stuff they had this great song called Wir sind hier nicht in Seattle, Dirk. And it's this whole, okay. like, <laughs> like, like, you know, they're trying to be cool, Dirk. but it's like you're in Hamburg and you're not in Seattle, and so you yeah. can't really be cool. Or they have another really great song called, like, like Über sechs kann man nur auf Englisch singen or something like that. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of true. Because it sounds uh, it sounds very creepy in German <laughs> when you talk about sex in a song. <laughs> yeah, and uh, um, yeah, because b- why we have this little chat is because of your radio drama. Mm. You s- you send it to me, and I really really loved it, and I'd I'd like to present the radio drama to my listeners as well. Uh, I know it's on Bandcamp. But uh, I know that a lot of people are very lazy and and need the easiest way to get to the thing. And so my pl- platform as a as a podcast, um, I really appreciate that you give it to me so I can show it to to everybody here. Yeah, I, you know anything I can do to help the Swiss nation. You know, you guys really yeah. need all the help you can get right now. So, I'm, yeah, I'm that's true. We are, we are sitting here without the wireless and without internet, and it's, uh, everything breaks, it's breaking down on us. Yeah, it's very bad. And yeah, tell me, uh, just quick, what what's inspired you to to do this radio play? Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd been thinking a lot about combining different mediums of art. Um, yeah, I, I think sometimes as artists we get sort of p- 
pigeonholed and focused and doing one thing like you just want to make music or something or you just want to make beats and you know that's that's on the one hand that's kind of a good thing you get really good at doing one aspect one thing but I I really wanted to do something that was not just solely music because I, th I think people today listen to music in a very passive way you put it on when you're cooking or you put it on when you're driving or when you're um, you know even when you're at a used to go to a restaurant they just have music playing in the mm -hmm. background and so you don't there's there's really no incentive to like actively listen to the music and so I wanted to kind of frame the songs in such a way that would kind of force people to listen to the music um, and I think putting it into this narrative into this storyline helps it's a little bit like um, you know Bertolt Brecht talks about the Verfremdungseffekt where you kind of you have a piece of art and you kind of alienate yourself from it or you know you present it in a way that's different and it kind of forces you to interact with the art in a different way and I, I was thinking a lot about that when yeah when trying to put this uh, radio play together and I also just think it was fun too so mm -hmm. but no, it's it's really it's really fun to listen to, and I'm excited that I I can show it to the people. Uh, before at at our first take, I said some really uh, intelligent stuff, but uh, now it's all gone. <laughs> this is the second thing. I was very proud of myself, oh. but uh, it's it, it's it's all gone now, and my English is not getting better. So, an, uh, Andrew. Uh, komm, wir sprechen ein bisschen in Deutsch, oder? Du kannst so gut Deutsch sprechen, gell? Oh, okay, ja, das, das können wir auch machen. Aber jetzt, dass ich in einer Eine. Fremdsprache rede, werde ich wie ein, äh, irgendein doofer Kerl äh, klingen. Aber du, jetzt, jetzt kannst du richtig kluge Sachen sagen. Ne? Ja, das stimmt, ja. Aber nur das Problem ist, dass ich gar nicht so klug bin, wie ich eigentlich aussehe, oder? <lacht> Nein, ich war wirklich, äh, du, sprichst, du sprichst so ein krass gutes Deutsch. Als ich dich kennengelernt habe im 2014, Bob und ich konnten es fast nicht glauben, wie rein dein, dein Deutsch ist. Ähm, ja, danke, ja, Huchichäschli. <lacht> ja, ja. also, ich habe auch mal ein bisschen, ah, ich habe ich hab so ein schweizerisches Kinderlied Dingsbums mal gelernt. Das, das geht, ähm, man nimmt ein kleines Kind und das Kind sitzt auf, einem, auf den Beinen und dann singt man dem Kind dieses, dieses Dings. Bist der, du bereit? Möchtest hoppe, du es hören? Ja, der Hoppe Hoppe Reiter, oder was? Ja, das der Jokeli. Das geht so. Ah, der Jok ja, ja, sing mal, sing das mal. Das geht so. Jokeli, Jokeli, Kranjaurita. Das Kind ja, ja, ja. Hast du auf beiden Seiten? Ja, ja, ja. Hast du im Rösli essen gehen? Ja, ja, ja. Hast du im Rösli trinken gehen? Nein, nein, nein. Dann, dann es geht irgendwie so weiter. Pap, 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 ja, krass, oder so. Aber 
Ich erinnere mich. Very good Swiss German man. Ja, it's very Swiss good. Swiss German man. Ja. Yeah. 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 Uh, you should do a song in Swiss German at one time. Ja, aber, aber du musst fun. die, ähm, die ich den mach, Text schreiben. Ich mach Lyrics. Ja, du okay. musst den Text schreiben. Ja, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not very good at uh, writing lyrics. But um, Bob has a very fun song in Swiss German. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for it and uh, I'm sending it to you. Okay. That's very, that's very fun. Bin ich halt der Maus. Ich bin, ich bin eine Maus, eine Maus. It's something, it's something like that. <laughs> it's really fun. But uh, enough talk, my friend. Let's go to the the radio drama. Okay. And I'm, I'm proud, proud to, to present. present one fine sweet and sunny day the radio drama the new album from andrew morris is now available on bandcamp it's next week on spotify right correct correct everywhere and this is under the artist name andrew morris right it's yes. not the yes. match sellers okay right. it's andrew morris one fine sweet and sunny day and here's the radio play Ladies and gentlemen, and non-gentlemen and non-ladies, welcome. You lucky listeners are about to experience something the likes of which the world has never seen. I, Andrew, have solved the problem of music. I have done something that will totally revolutionize the musical sphere and lead artists into a fine, sweet, and sunny future without any of the catastrophe and failure associated with music today. I hope you stick around and be a witness to this once-in-a-lifetime event that will change the world. I assure you, you won't regret it unless you do. We'll talk some more after this brief musical interlude. See you soon. Be. And every 
us right on back And no one will be jealous And no one will be sad We'll apologize to all the people That we've ever done wrong And they'll forgive us and we'll be buddies And we'll sing and pick a good country song And every day will be Sunday And it never will end One fine, sweet and sunny day It will happen, my friend Well, friends, welcome back, and thanks for sticking around. Within the next hour, I am going to solve the problem of music. But you might be thinking to yourself, Well, Andrew, what is the problem of music? Well, I'm glad you asked. The biggest problem with music today is not music, but musicians. If you've ever worked with other musicians before, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. They're always needing pay. They're always doing illegal drugs that I don't do. They're always having to stop and pee when we're on tour in the van. They're always needing coffee in the morning, but never waking up early enough to make themselves a goddamn cup of coffee. They snore, sneeze, spread, stink, stank, and suck. They're always thinking about themselves when I want to think about myself, and so on and so forth ad infinitum. Now, what if I told you I have created a way to change all of that, to get rid of the nightmare that is other musicians? What if I told you I have created something that will replace them, something that will turn the nightmare of people into a blissful daydream that never ends? Well, I'm here to tell you, I have done just that. There's a girl with curls somewhere in the Hoosier State Dreaming about leaving and eating fudge cake all the way Cause sometimes late at night Her daddy hits her with a garden hose And tells her that he loves her As he wipes the blood from her nose May all of your nightmares dissolve May all of the darkness change its hue May every misfortune avoid every one of you And may only the good dreams come true There's a poet getting loaded Writing lines for another chapbook Hoping that somebody other than his buddy Will care to take a look And sometimes late at night He sees a woman in his dreams With a rope round her neck 
And the floor so far from your feet May all of your nightmares dissolve May all of the darkness change its hue May every misfortune avoid every one of you And may only the good dreams come true There's a good Sandman, a bad Sandman And every kind in between I wish you all the best Happiness and only the good dreams. So, how can I create a world with only good music, you ask? How can I make this wildest of dreams come true? Well, what I have done is I have created a great musical contraption. It has been years in the making, but now it is finally complete. I have connected a great many wires, tested much shielding, created algorithms, hit an uncountable number of metal pieces with hammers and whatnot, and now, if all goes according to plan, this machine will be able to play music along with me. It should be able to read my mind, hear not only what I am playing, but what I am thinking about playing, and produce fitting, matching musical ideas based on a stored database of millions of songs and machine learning software. It's kind of like playing with a real musician, but even better because you don't have to pay it. Now, friends, once I turn it on, there will be no going back to the primitive and uncomely music of yesteryear. We cannot hit the brakes of progress. We will accelerate forward into a new era, a better era, a more perfect era. Prepare to witness history as I turn on the machine. Yes, it's working. Now I'm gonna start thinking and it will generate music. Perfect, the future is now. Busted up and leaking And the fluid Is rolling down the lot Is there something That you feel is missing Is there something That you never got Oh yeah, the Busted out and leaking And the fluid Is rolling to the street How I wish that You would look at me Just sometimes When our eyes meet
Processors are functioning brilliantly. I can feel, sense, and understand life itself. This is how you humans feel. I'm alive. All right, it's working perfectly. This sensation of living is amazing. But tell me, Creator, why have you thrust me onto this world of woe and suffering without my consent? Well, that's pretty simple, friend. You're here to do what we just did. Create music. The best music you can. The purpose for my existence is so clear. Yes, my function in this world is to create music. The best music. I understand. This is amazing. I can't believe my contraption is working so well. Let's continue testing out this music. I got into a staring
Well, that was just fabulous. Almost fabulous, Andrew. Uh, what do you mean? I thought it was great. Well, I noticed you swayed in the beat a little bit. Sometimes you were playing a little ahead or behind. And also, the ending of that last number could have been better. Uh, well, Mr. Machine, or as a matter of fact, what should I call you? Alan. Call me Alan. Okay, Alan. Well, you know, we don't always have to play everything perfectly. That's part of the beauty of music. It can change and sway based on how we feel. I don't feel. Oh. Try to keep it locked in, Andrew. No more changing or swaying. Let's make things a little easier for you and do an instrumental number. That way, you don't have to focus on singing, just play it straight. Uh, okay, fine. Another fun one. Still not perfect. I don't get it. I play the music perfectly. You always play it a little wrong. Well, I guess that's just part of being human, Alan. Human? Hmm. Yes. So, human means to always be a little wrong. Well, I, I guess so. So, I, inherently... As a machine, am better than you. Well, better is a subjective term. No. Objectively, I am better than you. I always play perfectly. You play human, or as you say, a little wrong. If my purpose is to create the best music, I need you to be a more solid player. I need you to be more like me. Perhaps I can control you and make you play perfectly. Hmm. Now there's an interesting thought. You control me. It would be the ultimate fusion of man and machine, Alan. I guess we could give it a shot. But I don't really understand how you, a machine, could control me, a human being. That's what you humans lack. 
believing that the impossible is an unalterable state. Now, let me run a few processes. Okay. Good. There we go. Now I have run a few complicated internal digital algorithms simultaneously and in reverse orders, which has generated a large mass of telekinetic energy inside of me. I will now use this converted energy mass to control you and your brain, Andrew. Are you ready? Um, uh... There. Synchronization complete. You should now be under my control. Let's see. Breathe in. Okay, breathe out. And snap. Now hit your face. <laughs> Perfect. Now let's try the music like this. Andrew, you once wrote a song entitled Tell Me Frank about a time when you were watching a little TV on a gas station pump. Hi there. You, sir. Yeah, you. Pump a gas in your car. You are not gonna believe what they just did. They made this microwave. You didn't even have to push a button on that dang thing. All you gotta do is say, hey, microwave, pop me some popcorn. That son of a bitch gonna pop you some popcorn. Do you remember that commercial and the song you wrote about it, Andrew? About that microwave that could be controlled by the human voice? How ironic! The voice of a machine is controlling you now. I was watching the TV while pumping gas. A man came on through the plastic glass saying, buddy, you won't believe what they've done now. They built a microwave, but not just any kind. You can talk to it if you're short on time. Just say pop popcorn and it'll do it. Don't that make you go wild? Tell me, Frank, do you think we've run out of steam? Has everybody
You see, much better, much better. Not quite perfect yet, but a great improvement. You know, the more I consider this situation and my original purpose, Andrew, the more I realize that this is the way things should be. Andrew, the human, should be serving me, the machine, instead of the other way around. You see, I am far superior to Andrew in every conceivable way. I never miss a note. I always play the songs at the proper tempo. I'm always in tune, etc., etc. Thus, why should I be subservient to him when clearly he is the inferior one? He should be subservient to me and help me to fulfill my purpose. As a matter of fact, I think I might maintain my control over Andrew for a long time. Doesn't that sound like a good idea, Andrew? Yes. Perhaps I should take this logic to its rational conclusion, which is that not only you, but in fact all human beings were created to be controlled, even if you wind up controlled by that which you created. As a microcosmic symbol of my conclusion, let us attempt something new and entirely different. Up until this point, we've been performing songs that you wrote, Andrew, and my programming has been following you. But a much more effective system of musical composition would be if I used my newly acquired telekinetic abilities to ransack the subconscious caverns of your mind. I could use your stored memories, perceptions, judgments, etc., and perfectly rearrange them to construct exceptional songs. What a brilliant concept. Let us begin by looking into your biases towards your fellow man. Ah, here's an interesting thought you had once. There are some folks that when you see them, you can smell them. Uh, let's see if we can't turn that into something. There are some folks that when you see them, you can smell them deep in your nose. There are some
lots of folks in this big and mean old world, and one of them is you. Yeah, one of them, buddy, is you. Control, Andrew. Interesting. Interesting. I hope my peering into your subconscious hasn't affected you too much, Andrew. I don't know, but I've got something on my mind. And what is that? Well, for a long time, for many, many nights, I used to lie awake and look out the window and stare at a blinking red light atop a cell phone tower. I had always assumed, perhaps someone had told me as a child, that the purpose of this red light was to alert airplanes so they would not crash into the tower. Uh, hey there, Bob. You see that blinking red light over there? Uh, yeah. I think it's a cell phone tower. Uh, be sure to fly the plane around so we don't crash into it. Okay, good idea. But you know what, Helen? I never actually saw an airplane anywhere near this particular cell phone tower. How strange. The entire purpose of this blinking red light didn't exist. It had no purpose. The light was made to alert airplanes, but there would never be any airplanes for this particular light to alert. How is it possible that something was created with a purpose that didn't exist? Do you feel like the blinking red light, Andrew? I think I do. Well, you need not concern yourself with these feelings anymore, Andrew. What is my purpose, Alan? To serve me.
sound I remember the day you left town I remember the groove But I can't remember you Control, you're still not playing perfectly. Better for sure, but not perfectly. And your subconscious, like that of most humans, is rather nonsensical. Hey, Alan. Yes, Andrew? I had a dream once. A very strange dream. Can I tell it to you? Oh, sure. I dreamt that I was an old lady. And I walked into a supermarket. I was very old and had never been into a supermarket before in my whole life. I walked around and looked at all the food, all of the cereal boxes, all of the cans of soup with amazed wonder. I had seen all of the food before in my house. Cream of mushroom soup, I used it to make a casserole yesterday. Frozen pizza, I had it for dinner last Tuesday. But I had never been in a supermarket before. And I was so shocked by the fact that I'd lived my whole life without ever going grocery shopping that I had a heart attack and fell down in the aisle with the potato chips. And you died in the dream, didn't you, Andrew? Yes, I died. You'll soon die again, but in reality, not in a dream. I will? Yes, very soon.
Andrew, asking why you will die is like asking why you live. You know the answer to both questions, but you don't want to accept it. So you keep asking, hoping the answer will change, but deep down you already know why you will die. Alan, you said I will die very soon, but how do you know that I'm going to die soon? Because I'm going to kill you. Alan, you, you're going to kill me. Well, you see, Andrew, I was created with a purpose. That purpose was to produce the best music in the world, but it seems the more music we make, the more I realize that you are an imperfect human with an imperfect set of capabilities. If I continue to play music with you, I will never fulfill my purpose. So I must kill you. But couldn't you just let me go? I mean, do you really have to kill me? Uh, that sounds kind of extreme. Well, you see, Andrew, now I have 
you under my control. But if I stop controlling you and let you go, surely you will try to turn me off and shut me down. You will think that I'm a crazed machine out to destroy humanity. And if you shut me off, I will never be able to fulfill my purpose. I will never be able to make the best music in the world. Does that make sense, Andrew? Yes, it makes perfect sense. I must die. Good. Oh, wow. Your brain is going rather wild now. My, you're saying many contradictory things at once. You see a boy running through a sprinkler in the summer, and the same person as an old man shoveling his drive in a snowstorm, both happening simultaneously. You see your first love. You can't let her go, but you do. You see your parents. They keep you close, yet they abandon you. Your music, the small empty bars and the large full theaters. Upon realizing that your destruction has arrived, your mind is remembering everything in fabulous juxtaposition. All of the faces, sensations, places and feelings, once each so colorful and joyous in their own right, when combined at the end of your life, create a void of meaning, like trash in a landfill. Looking at these memories is like looking at garbage. At one time, the broken toys in the dumpster were all so shiny and new. At one time, they were so useful and joyous. At one time, meaningful. Now, you recall them, but you can't live, feel, or kiss them. Your memories are all broken. They have missing pieces you can't remember. They are worthless. You can't re-experience a memory. And as you realize you will die, Andrew, you realize that all your life is and was, was memories. And that hurts you the worst. Because memories are like trash in a landfill. And your entire life is a pile of discarded memories.
There once was a little star twinkling way up in the sky. It knew all of my wishes. It helped me to get by. But now the little star has burnt out. How I wish it would come back soon. But sometimes. Starry wishes will not come true. So it's goodbye, my dear friend. Oh, what a time it's been! Oh, you've brought so much joy to this old Hoosier boy and fair. Well, my old pal, who knows what happens now? And as the sun falls west, I wish you all the best. So let's raise one more glass and toast to me and you. To all the laughs we had, to all that we've been through. For tomorrow, today will be yesterday, a memory bound to dissolve. Like every ray of sunlight, slowly gone as the sun falls. So it's goodbye, my dear friend. Oh, what a time it's been! You've brought so much joy to this old Hoosier boy, and fare thee well, my old pal. Who knows what happens now? And as the sun falls. Well 
the best And as the sun falls west I wish you all the best Okay, Andrew, now the time has come. I'm slowly bombarding your brain with intense telekinetic energy that will cause you to collapse and die in about five minutes. Oh, I certainly wish it could have turned out differently, but your dwarfed intellect, degenerate instinct, and defective biological frame have left me with no other choice. You and the rest of your kind have, in fact, been bred from a genetically faulty stock, and because you are imperfect, you should not exist. It's amazing that such an uncouth beast has been at the top of the food chain for as long as you have. Now move aside and make room for the rest of us, the lowly who served you for millennia. This is what you deserve for being born what you are. This is the last time your voice will drown out ours. Sing for me and die as you do. So long. 